0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the quest for new inspiration. My name is Katie Gates and today I am so excited to share with you my episode with Lindsay Dow. She is an accomplished and recognized business coach with over 23 years of experience and some of her accolades include top 10 coach on Apple News and a prestigious 2023 award for innovation and excellence. Today's episode, you'll gain insights into Lindsay's journey on self-discovery, which led her to her company, Heartbeat for Hire, and as a coach and speaker, Lindsay now assists leaders and leadership's teams to cultivate excellent cultures that fuel success. I hope this episode inspires you as much as it's inspired me.
1: So hi, I'm Lindsay Dowd. I am a speaker, I'm a founder, I'm a coach, I'm an author, and I'm a podcast host. And I spent 25 years in corporate America. 23 of them were climbing the ranks of IBM. And after I left IBM, intentionally my own choice, I went to another company, took a step down, figured I'd learn the ranks, learn what I was going to do, figure it all out. And in six months, they fired me. I never expected it. Super shameful, really hard moment for me. Definitely the hardest in my career, but it gave me a gift. I took a moment. I said, what am I good at? What do I love to do? And how can I help people the most? And what I knew better than anyone was how to build really great, irresistible culture that drives results. So I formed my company, Heartbeat for Hire, and I coach leaders and I coach leadership teams on how to do just that. So that's how I got here now.
0: Oh, my gosh. OK, so, well, my first question is, how did you just handle that? Just like <gasps> on the top of you? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like your no, first no, response. What was it?
1: Well, it's so hard. I mean, when you put in that kind of tenure with a company, and just so you know, my family put in 105 years at IBM. So for me to leave was a really big decision. And when I went to this company, um, probably three months in, I started to realize this is not a sustainable culture for me, Mm -hmm. but I was a maverick and a hustler and I was going to get through anything. I was going to push, grit, determination was going to get me there. No problem. I knew I had an uphill battle to climb. But what I was really unprepared for was the toxic culture. I was really unprepared for the lack of what I call power skills. Other people call EQ or soft skills. Um, There was a real missing link in that leadership style. And in hindsight, I can look back and say, that's what killed me. That's something I'm really good at. They didn't have, we were never going to see eye to eye. But at first, oh my God, it was awful. I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't tell people. People like were starting to hear things and I was like, Oh, I laughed. (laughs) I couldn't say it for like a month. And what I learned more than anything is you're the worst thing that ever happened to you is part of your power story. It's part of what gives you the fuel to make the pivot. And whether you feel like it's the worst thing in the world or It's it's something that's going to launch you into another direction. you got to embrace it. you got to figure out how to weave that into your narrative and your story. And now it's the fuel for my fire. Now it's the lessons that I teach all the time. So at the time, like who's going to hire me ever? I've been fired. I have like the scarlet letter and I've been hired plenty. So it's. (laughs)
0: Well, on that, that brings it to a great point. Do you have advice just overarching? No matter, there's different sorts of like stimulations that will cause people to be fired. But overarching, Um, what would you say to somebody just for advice?
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, there's no such thing as job security anymore. There are very few people that can last 20 years at a company. So those days are gone. So you have to build career security for yourself. And the first thing I recommend is delve into LinkedIn. And LinkedIn, I don't think people really understand this, but there's 850 million users on LinkedIn and two thirds are between the ages of 25 and 34. So this is not your mom's LinkedIn. This is like super relevant to where you are now. But what you have to understand is LinkedIn is your platform for expertise. And it is everyone's platform for expertise. It's where I find clients. It's where I find, you know, the people that I want to work with. It's where I find my podcast guests. And this is a place where you're going to hone your voice. So you don't have all the answers coming out of college. You don't have all the answers at age 30. You don't have all the answers at age 50. But you have expertise. You know things. You've learned things. And being able to talk about those topics and being known as an expert on those things, is where your power sits. So curate that story. I teach two workshops on this. One is um, it's Hone Your Voice with LinkedIn. I actually did one just today. Um, and another one is Sell Me Your Story. And that Sell Me Your Story workshop is for people to learn how to articulately talk about themselves and how to do it in a memorable way. So you just go from a number to someone that they really want to hear more from. So you really have to curate that story, figure out what do I want to be known for? And hey, being set in stone, if you say you want to be known for sustainability, but you get a job, you know, in retail and you love retail more, so you pivoted, you changed. You take those lessons with you. Your expertise is your expertise and that is yours forever. So you just got to fold on to that, keep those salient nuggets
0: and be able to share them. That's amazing. What are, I guess, some other obstacles that you kind of faced to not really, I guess, improve yourself, but kind of improve your journey after the whole firing situation?
1: I mean, your network is everything. And I will tell you that um, leaving a big company after that many years, I had thousands of people I worked with all the time. And that was my network. It was built in. But then oh. I was off on my own. And you don't have a company to pull from anymore when you're an entrepreneur. So you have to build it. You have to figure out, like, who do I want to surround myself with? Who's going to challenge me? Who's going to say, hey, I call bullshit on that? Or who's going to say, you know, lens, you've got the chops. You can do this. And so really being intentional about the kind of people you want to be connected to. So a really good tip that I give. If you're watching people on LinkedIn and let's say you're following a hashtag of a topic you really like, maybe it's leadership, maybe it's culture, maybe it's personal branding, whatever. Look at who's commenting. Look at what they're saying. See what they're following. See who they're connected to and intentionally engage where they're engaging. And then send them a note. Say, I've been really inspired by your posts. I really love what you stand for. I'd love to learn more from you. I'd love to be connected. First of all, the person's going to be so happy that you paid attention. But second, you're going to build a relationship. And this is how you network today. This is modern networking because it's all virtual. Like we're not going over to Vegas and going to conferences and putting ourselves with 10,000 people all the time. Some of us aren't even going into offices. So you've got to figure out your way to network. And when you do this and when you're super impressed by these people and you start to engage, they engage on your stuff. And I'm not saying you all need to be prolific content creators, although many of the my, my younger friends are. Um, but I came to the game kind of late and I'm putting out a lot of content, but all of these people that I've made connections with, who are incredible, by the way, Olympians, world champion athletes, CEOs, disruptors, these are all the people on my podcast. They're all buddies and we all support each other. So whenever we see somebody doing something really good, we all rally and support them, and um I'm a big believer in celebrating success uh, publicly and privately, but definitely on LinkedIn. I love seeing people win um I think that's a really important character trait of being a good leader.
0: I love so, how you pretty... kind of mentioned the difference between like networking then and networking now, even with like LinkedIn as an additive. It's such a big change,
1: yeah, it's such a change it's i mean people used to think of it i was I thought of it as my online resume, this was the place that I went to when I got a promotion, or it was the place I went to when I was really pissed. And I was like, I'm gonna go find a job. Oh, and then I get all distracted. I'm like, I don't know how to use this thing. And then I leave. And so now, you know, I'm spending a lot of my day on LinkedIn, but that's where my clients are. That's where all the people I want to network with are. Um, and that has made a tremendous difference, not just my network size, but in how I show up, in the way that I talk about things. You know, you get inspired by people. And um yeah, I mean I, I just wrote a book. It's it's coming out now. I wouldn't have met my publisher if I didn't have that. I wouldn't have met the the guy who introduced me to the publisher if I didn't have LinkedIn. So it's it's this incredible um it is what you make it. So it's it's up to you.
0: Um, if you could go back, I guess, 20 years or so or yeah. to your younger self, what kind of advice would you give, whether it be on personal branding or networking yeah. in general, or how to just set up your own like thought process?
1: So I love this question because I try and do this all the time. I have a lot of uh, college age friends. I consider them friends, not children of my friends. They're my friends. Um, and I've always been, uh, age is just a number. Attitude is everything. I have old friends, young friends, everything in between. And, um, a piece of advice I love to give is the college advice was really get to know your professors, build those relationships and take them with you. That was advice I never got. That was advice I never took. I wish I did. Um, but that was really important. So I give that advice now, but for, folks that are in the workforce now and they're just kind of building their networks and starting out similar. Build those networks. Find the people you admire. Engage with them. Support them. Write them a recommendation. When you take the time to do that, first of all, that person is so touched and they will always think of you fondly, but they will be thinking of you for people for those next jobs. They will be thinking of you you know when they have opportunities arise so cultivate those relationships and keep them i will tell you my best managers i'm still so tight with so many of them we i all get they all get christmas cards to this day but that was super intentional and yes you can treat your job as just a job or you can show up with heart and build a career path and just one thing i'll say stay curious if you think someone is doing something really interesting in the organization that you're not attached to that part of the company, ask for an executive interview. Get sponsorship from your boss. Say, hey, I want to go talk to this other leader. I'm not trying to leave. I just want to understand more about this part of the company. Do you support that? Because that would be really great. Hopefully they do. You go off. You have this conversation. You get to tell your story. But they're going to share what they work on. And you're going to have this widened aperture of wow, I didn't know that stuff was happening here. And this is called building a culture of advocacy. So when you have leaders that support this, you know, executive interviewing outside of your reporting chain, it breeds all kinds of job opportunities. It breeds all kinds of new relationships, and that's the name of the game. You want to you want to handpick as many people that are going to lift you up support your journey, and really help you be the best version of yourself. That's how I found my favorite leaders. That's how I found my favorite jobs. Um, That's often how I got jobs. Um, So I would just say, stay curious, ask for as many meetings as possible, and treat LinkedIn the same
0: way. I love that piece of advice. It is just amazing what it can do, the questions it can bring up, and the people you can meet. It's awesome.
1: It's, It's really cool.
0: Well, not that you have shared a abundance of advice today, but could you give us one more piece of advice or advice for our listeners today?
1: Sure. I mean, we talked a little bit about personal branding. We talked a little bit about, you know, curating who you are as either a job seeker or a person in the job. But I think just for life in general, we're going through this massive paradigm shift. We saw it with the great resignation we just saw it with the great layoffs of 2023. And the one thing that we saw throughout both of those was this kind of outcry for humanity and compassion and empathy. And people are asking it of their leaders, but I'm going to ask it of everyone because you are a part of the culture you are in. And while we say culture starts at the top and it trickles down, if you're standing over on the side at the water cooler and you're bitching about things, you are part of the problem. If you want a better culture, if you want a better environment, it's up to you. It's up to you to dig in. Now, is every leader doing it right? Of course not. That's what I wrote my whole book about. But you have a voice. You have an opportunity to lead in any role that you're in. And you have an opportunity to step up. So if you choose to step up, And you choose to be known and recognized for good things and leading with heart. That will serve you really, really well. If you're the person that pitches in the corner, that will serve you in a different way. (laughs) Just be intentional with your actions. It really does make a difference.
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Pleasure, Katie.
0: Well, if anybody wants to learn more from you, get in touch with you and learn more about your podcast, where can they go?
1: So the best place to find me is um, my, my, my website is heartbeatforhire.com. And you can always find me on LinkedIn. I have all my socials. I'll make sure that you have them all and we can share those.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome.
0: And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly hope this episode leaves you with a little bit of positive mindset or some action to step forward with. I am so excited to get back to interviewing these amazing guests and sharing them with you. But if you have an inspirational story or an inspirational guest you'd like to share with me, make sure you send me a DM and let me know. I'd love to talk to them. As always, make sure you tune in next week for some more inspiration.